It is Friday and uh, coming to you live from Chicago, getting ready to go to Lollapalooza for a little bit today and uh, see what the rest of the day holds for me. Also excited because by the time I get back to Grand Rapids, I will have my copy of Exploding Kittens. We will talk about that next. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkern. Hope you are enjoying Friday uh, and wanted to talk a little bit about Exploding Kittens. If you don't know what Exploding Kittens are or is, it is a card game from the guys at Oatmeal. Ilan Lee, one of them, uh, and they started shipping this week, which is very exciting because it might be the first Kickstarter that I have backed that actually hit the deadline that they said they were going to. They ended the campaign on February 19th. They wanted to sell 500 decks of the game. They wanted to just sell 500 decks they are currently the most backed kickstarter of all time with 8.8 million dollars for the uh card game and they ended up selling nearly a half a million decks instead uh so that is shipping as we speak you'll see a lot of people on social media getting very excited to play that think kittens meet cards against humanity and you're kind of in in the right universe very excited to get my hands on this it's been quite a uh, fun year for three things. It's been a fun year for vinyl, uh, although it looks like uh, production is going to make that bubble um, burst maybe or make vinyl way more expensive. And we'll talk about that maybe next week. Uh, It's been a great year for board games. People are getting back into board games, which is very exciting and certainly has been a great year for podcasts. So uh, um, if you've got a Kickstarter podcast thing, that would probably be a good good space to be. I have not talked about this this week because I just wasn't really I wasn't really sure how much I wanted to get into this, but as I started to see the impressions roll out, I thought it was worth talking about. Um, you've obviously been paying attention to the, the Cecil the Lion story uh, and Walter Palmer, the dentist who is now in hiding because he uh, killed the beloved lion on a hunt that, uh, according to him, went horribly, horribly wrong. That is not what I want to talk about. Instead, I would like to talk about it in a different fashion. So in one day, on Tuesday, when the story broke and people took to Twitter, uh, there were nearly 672,000 tweets about the lion. Uh, Nearly 400,000 of them were using the hashtag Cecil the Lion. And all in all, on that one day, 2 billion impressions. 2 billion impressions for this story. Now, this story uh, gets people super fired up to talk about this and talk about conservation and what we should do with the lions and how we should save the lions and that these sorts of things shouldn't happen. Then, as in every one of these PR nightmares, this turns to let's threaten the guy's family and make sure he goes out of business. And I'm not here to debate whether or not that stuff is uh, good or bad for humanity. But if you know me, you kind of would guess my take. What I would say is uh, that that's pretty typical of what happens on Twitter is that um, we just rush to one extreme and or the other and we miss um, the juicy white space in the middle. What do I mean by that? So let's go back, right? Uh, we talked a week ago about Sharknado and how many impressions they got uh, in one night for a movie about fake sharks falling out of the sky. This rivals that. Two billion impressions in a single day. Now, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I don't need them in front of me because it's, it's not necessary. I'm willing to guess that the conservation group from Oxford that had been trailing Cecil for uh, and Cecil's pride for as long as they had with radio collars, I'm willing to bet they did not make $2 billion on Tuesday. I'm willing to go out on a limb and tell you they probably didn't make $1,000 on Tuesday. And that is the thing about these stories that I think people miss 
so often because we are so excited about the anger part. And that's, of course, what gives social media a bad name. I, I had a friend uh, who was in radio and was uh, talking about the story of uh, the co-star for Paper Towns and that, that interview that went awry and somebody on their Facebook page put him on blast because they didn't think uh, that post was saving the world. And uh, my friend decided to get into a conversation with that person and I tried to remind her that we should never feed the trolls. And by that I mean people are just primed to be angry. We went from this tragedy where this lion was killed, and it is a tragedy, and there should be ramifications for the two hunters that set up the kill and the dentist from Minnesota. I don't think, though, that the dentist from Minnesota's family should be involved, and I don't know that he needs his business to sh be shut down because of this mistake. But that is what we do. We rush to um, you know, the pitchforks and the fire and Frankenstein bad and all of that as fast as we possibly can, and we're not taking a minute, not taking a minute to pay attention to what we could be doing to actually make a difference. This is where the term slack division comes from because uh, a slacktivist is somebody who would get on social media or get on this dentist's Yelp page and put it on blast and wouldn't donate a nickel to uh, conservations of lions or conservation of African Serengeti animals or anything along those lines. And when you look at 2 billion impressions in a single day, I'm willing to bet the vast majority of people that have tweeted about this story really did no actual action. And that's the thing about social that I would love to see change as we go from 2015 into 2016, is that as people get fired up about these things that they're passionate about, that they actually do something. Make no mistake, there are branding campaigns where you talk about things on your Facebook page or your Twitter page or your Snapchat page or your Instagram page or Pinterest or whatever that make a difference to your brand. Why do they make a difference for your brand? Because somebody that sees that takes an action, whatever that action is, buying a widget, buying a ticket, coming into your store and buying coffee, whatever it is, they have taken an action. We need to put that same sort of thinking on when we get fired up about something on social media. If this story gets you passionate about conserving animals, do something about it. Tweeting about it, putting it on Facebook, putting it on Instagram, putting it on Pinterest does nothing. There, there needs to be another step. That is a medium, that is not an action. So taking an action and doing something with those two billion with a B, two billion with a B impressions about Cecil the Lion uh, and, and his pride and what's going on in Zimbabwe and all of that stuff, if every one of those impressions was an actual human being. So instead of, um, you know, because impressions essentially are like a page view, right? It's not a unique user. But if it, let's say for the sake of math, it was. What do you think we could do with animal conservation if the 2 billion impressions were actually 2 billion unique visitors and each one of those unique human beings gave a single dollar? What do you think you could do in Zimbabwe to protect animals with 2 billion dollars? Now take all the politics out of it and, and the corruption that may or may not exist in that country or any country for that matter. Let's just take everything that everybody is an awesome human being and we actually want to change things around us. What could 2 billion dollars have done in this case? And then ask yourself, why didn't we do that? Why didn't we do that? Instead, we wanted to jump on Twitter and then complain about it um, and say things like Walter Palmer is Satan. And it, look, everyone has their right to their opinion. 
Uh, and I think, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, piece the other night was really, really touching. I understand what he's saying, and I agree with what he's saying. Hunting for the sake of hunting is not something I'm into either. But I also think hunting for the sake of hunting on social media isn't all that different. And when there's two billion impressions that are essentially a witch hunt for an individual human being that could have been turned into an action item to actually protect other lions, I think that's when people have to kind of speak up and say, hey, can we take a minute and look in the mirror and perhaps correct what it is that we're doing when these things come up and take an action instead of taking the easy way out. Because jumping on social and being a part of the conversation is certainly part of this. Awareness is part of this. It's like any campaign, any campaign. The awareness of this story was important for people to understand that this is something that's happening in a part of the world that most of us couldn't pronounce prior to this week. Now we know. Okay, now what are we going to do? What? How do we take that brand awareness and turn it into an action for a consumer to take an action and do something to change what's happening in Zimbabwe and then become advocates for Zimbabwe so that animal protection becomes a thing that we're doing on a regular basis. How do we ascribe a campaign to a PR nightmare that's happening on Twitter to one human being that's just a single individual? This is essentially... You likely don't know the names of the hunters, and nor do I that set up the hunt. We know the name of the guy that shot the lion. We know the name of the lion. So a single lion and a single human being racked up 2 billion impressions. How many of those were turned into dollars? Because I'm telling you right now, it wasn't enough. Okay, enough Debbie Downer. We'll be back tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we will talk soon. You can jump uh, on uh, Twitter, talk to me at Polymath and Vine, or email me, eric at mlive.com.